Good morning. This is the Eager Beaver Show. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfee Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and The Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Good morning and hello, kids, and welcome to Season 3 and Episode number 307 of the Daily Beaver Morning Show, here on the Cryo Media Network. Yeah! <laughs> Today, recording day, is Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. Happy birthday, Jordan. Happy birthday, Jordan. Happy birthday, Jordan. And it's going to be a rainy day here at the Beaver Lodge. We had a little bit of sun yesterday afternoon, just popped up just for a little bit, but yeah, rain again. Yes, I see. Yes. <laughs> Kid James Ghost Douglas just got out of the shower. No, I just decided it was going to be a big hair day today. <laughs> I'm your host, the eager beaver pronouns, he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, hey, and with me as always is my good friend, Mr. Grizzly. Big thank you goes to our podcast founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Miss Fee Mysteries from Corbin Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a nibble for you this morning. And before we do anything further, let's ask Mr. Grizzly, how's your mental health doing today, sir? When I wake up, I'll let you know. <laughs> Okie dokie. I've been up for a while, but again, I forgot to buy coffee, so I'm drinking tea and it's not okay. quite we've, we, we've talked about this now. <laughs> I'm absent-minded. What can I tell? I've had a lot of concussions, man. <laughs> it's just how it is. Ah, good morning, Kit Kendra, Kit Dan, Kit Elaine, Kit Hugh, Kit Miss Shadika, Kit Mike H, or Sadika. <laughs> because I, <laughs> I know you like it i know but i was told that she likes it regardless of how i pronounce it but i did remember it was shattaka this morning <clears throat> kit tavi g see kit cassie kit james kit mohan and family good morning mateo rain and jazzy if you're watching big hugs to all of you kit leanne hello good morning dear ah ah yeah see i'm getting like hands up Getting hands up from Miss Shattaka because I got the, I got it right, <laughs> or because I gave both. <laughs> I love however you say no. You're a tear. Thank you so much. Oh, there's a lot of stuff today going on. I would like to start, however, by talking a little bit about yesterday because I couldn't find the words yesterday. Oh, um, you found them. You just didn't think you did. Yeah, but for. At the end where I was, it seemed that I was apologizing and it's not that I was apologizing, but some kits were really kind and uh, reached out mm. yesterday and I actually had a couple of phone conversations. And when I had the phone conversations with them, it became clear what it was. And so just to put in final point on mm. what it is that we were doing yesterday, I was doing yesterday, is that not apologizing or having emotions or calling stuff out. But I work very hard to not make this the yelly, shouty, sweary show. Okay. Now, we 
drop F-bombs and stuff like that. And we used like bullshit to call people dickheads and stuff with snark and sarcasm, lightness, and sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes a well-placed <clears throat> deserves it. But I don't, I try not to be that show. I don't want to be Alex Jones-ish because we believe in reason and logic and making good points. What happened yesterday was not planned. It caught me by surprise. Did not know it was going to happen. And I did get overwhelmed. And yes, as Kitlin says, sometimes the subject matter deserves to be yelly, shouty, and sweary. Yeah. Absolutely. Down to. But I think through my conversations with the two kids that reached out to me, it became very clear that the thing is that for me, this is a nation in which no matter what you wear, who you are, what your past is, who you worship, who you love, if you come to me and you come correct, you can be my friend. Seems reasonable. And that's how I was raised. And that's how I was raised that this country was like. So when I see stuff going on where we're exploiting people, that we keep on trying to push the trope of the angry Muslim mm-hmm. or the Sikh terrorist or the quote drunken Indian, yeah. the Indian, or it pisses me off or the pedo or groomer rainbow person. Yeah. When we're actively trying to demonize people. Because what do you do with demons? What is the prescription for demons? When somebody starts saying, hey, I didn't shoot the gun, but grabbing your arm and pointing the barrel and going, that person over there, they're a demon. Oh, I didn't do anything. That pushes my button. That's what happened. And I do own it. And that will happen sometimes, I'm sure, because we're only that's at my core. That's the essence of who I am. So when that happens, when my sense of justice and fairness and that every single person on this planet is entitled to a basic amount of respect just by the fact that they're living, breathing, and sharing the same planet as I do, that notion and that everything else is earned from that point, But that notion that from the start, when that gets offended, sometimes that comes at me. So I just want you to know that it's not something that I'm going to be trying to do every day or milk every day because it connects or for ratings or for likes or whatnot. If it happens organically, I don't want that to be my brand. What happened yesterday, but that is the fire. That is the fire. It was a one-off. It'll probably happen again at some point. It'll time. probably happen again because somebody's probably going to do something to offend mm. that sense in me at some point. Mm. To a point. But just, I just wanted to make that clear. You're allowed to have your emotions and feel things and express them. Yep. 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 Absolutely. And thank you, my brother, for the stern love. <laughs> at the end of the show. Well, 
hey, it's love and it's real. Yeah. And I appreciate it. And uh, like I said, there's a, you and there's a lot of kids in here. I always say that if I have to end up in a back alley and some night <laughs> to face something, I want you on my left and right flanks. That's what happened yesterday. Now, in that vein, somebody shared a video with me yesterday that I would like to show you because it touches on that. And I guess I would say this might be a slam poetry artist. And he is talking about women. Yeah, I, I sent this to Bridget yesterday. And how we treat women. And yesterday in the state, you have to, I was vibrating until about 1130 in the morning yesterday before I got back to my regularly scheduled self. <laughs> so this came across my computer screen during that time where I was still vibrating and it made me emotional and I cried again. But this I cried because. Don't give it away. Okay. Don't give it away. Okay. Let's we'll play, let's, play, let's play the video. Hit. Yeah. And before I press play, I'm going to give you this famous quote. They had us in the first half. I'm not going to lie. You'll understand why. My son will never play with dogs. In fact, I refuse to let my sons play with dogs. That's not what men do. Men are supposed to be leaders, protectors, providers. How do I expect him to be the head of a home when he said he's tending to a house made of plastic? I refuse to let my sons play with dogs. If I ever catch him with a Barbie, a brass, a poly pocket, or cabbage patch. I swear my right hand to God, I will set him straight on that. It's not how God intended for us to act. I said, I refuse to let my sons play with dogs because I don't want them learning what it's like to have ownership over a woman's body. Throw it at me. Thinking that all women are born with strings on their back. That if you pull hard enough, they'll act how you want them to act, wear what you want them to wear, talk the talk and walk the walk straight into a box that was never designed to hold the sound of a woman's voice, let alone her stretch marks. Tattooed across her skin as a result of reaching so far across the universe, she bridged heaven and earth, yet still there are men who view women as more at stake than they do miracle, who spit sexist slurs through their teeth like refund receipts for all the clothes he will never allow her to wear because she's showing too much skin, because that outfit is asking for it, because all she wants is attention men who are more likely to punish you for an abortion than they are for sexual assault. But if they see the procedure to be the murder of a baby inside of a woman, then tell me, when a girl gets raped, is the child inside her not dying too? Shameless. Is the robbery of her innocence not worth better laws or will we continue to force these girls into a motherhood they never asked for? A friend tells me that her mother was born from a rape. And I ask, how she's coping with that today if she now has to look her mother in the eyes and wonder if she's able to see the blessing before she sees the trauma or does she sit silent in sorrow whenever that train of thought crosses those battered borders in her brain. My mother tells me that she was 25 when she got her first doll. But that her first memory as a child was being beat by her father. 
And it hurts to know that like so many other girls, my mother had to live her childhood backwards, being treated like a woman for she was one, yet never taken seriously long after she became one, having to train her words daily until they were callous, just so maybe what she said might be able to hold a little bit of weight. I hate that I have to use my platform to bring problems to political policies that are not mine to paint. So don't mistake this for spray can saviorism spread across the canvas of shit that's trending. Think of it more as my apology for every time I turned a blind eye on a woman just trying to be seen. And a promise to the men who laid hands on my mother and her mother, if I ever see you again, I will send you straight back to whoever it is you pray to at night. For if God were to set foot on this great earth, let it be a stiletto or a pump, a wedge, a knee high, a thigh high, whatever the fuck she wants to wear because she's not a toy, she's a woman. My boys will not make toys out of women, so I refuse to let my sons play with dolls until they actually understand the difference between the two. Again, while listening to that. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. That fire, that's what's in here. That's what's in here. Told you he was going to get you in the first half, though. Yep. Because I started watching this yesterday, and I'm like, okay, I see who posted it. I'll keep waiting. I'll keep, oh. Yeah. Was It wasn't you. I saw it, somebody else who had posted it earlier. Yep. And I posted, I reposted that, and I heard from a lot of people, a lot of people who talked about having grown up backwards, I'll be right back. I'm having terrible heartburn. Just a second. And while I fortunately was blessed with the love, clear, definite, a love that could not be questioned by my mother, who was love on two legs, other than her, I am a child who grew up backwards as well. So that hit home. Okay. And because I know that my father, I was not alive for it because I wasn't born yet. But he did lay hands on my mother. And given that I was not raised with my brother and my sister, so I did not see it. But I know he put hands on my sister. That connected. That connected. These are the reasons I am like I am. I want everybody to know who is listening to this show. You have worth. You have value. Who you are in your soul, in your spirit, your true authentic self deserves to be out there and proud and unashamed and free to be as authentic as you can possibly. And anybody who comes and tries to assault that and damage that is not deserving of you. Woman, man, child, or whatever you choose to identify as, you are entitled to a basic amount of respect by virtue of the fact that you are living and breathing and you exist. Do not settle for anything less than that which you rightfully deserve. Do not surrender that power and do not give them permission to take that from you. And that's where this next story comes into play. Because on this show, we have talked in the past about the stuff going on with Hockey Canada. And this is not unique to Hockey Canada, and I'm trying to get some guests on that will come and talk to this, but we've had people from Curling Canada and Boxing Canada and Gymnastics Canada 
and bobsleigh Canada, or I should say athletes, and so many other sports, Alpine Ski Canada, who have all been subjected to some type of abuse, either by their federations, Soccer Canada, either by their coaches, or in some cases, like in this story, athletes who have done things, I should say at this point, alleged to have done things, we must still say alleged, True. that are horrible. Sometimes it's just psychological, and that's bad enough. But then there are other occasions, and again, pardon the language, where they don't only just attack your body, but they enter your body, which is the ultimate invasion. I saw this on the TSN website yesterday, Mr. Grizzly, and there was something about this image, the juxtaposition of these two images that really... PWHL lives here. Sources confirm NHL players facing charges in sexual assault investigations. Now, I don't know if it was planned to put that banner up celebrating female hockey players and saying that the Professional Women's Hockey League lives here. Four of their big stars right in the front and center. There's Sarah Nurse, Marie-Philippe Poulin, and I can't name the other two off the top of my head. My apologies. The juxtaposition of celebrating women hockey players and saying that they have a home on Canada Sports Network right above the pictures of five people who, have, who are accused have surrendered themselves to the police for I, I would have a hard time of figuring, thinking of an act more vile and hateful that could be committed upon a woman or any human being. Mm. But in this case, a woman. It's just like, wow, that's a moment. Let's show you how it was actually reported on TSN when the news came out. Just under three minutes. But it was how it was... Uh, reported on the network itself it's it will be the embedded clip inside the article itself i've got it just bear with yeah. me now the headline here says sources confirm nhl players facing charges in sexual assault investigation yes now there are five faces yesterday the news was about four carter hart michael mcleod dylan dubay calfoot because the fifth person had surrendered himself the day before. That's Alex Formanton. So you might see articles that see five faces, but only say four names. Mm. The fifth name is Alex Formanton. So just want to make that clear for people. Mr. Grizzly, if it's ready. Four NHL players, Carter Hart, Michael McLeod, Dylan Dubé, and Cal Foote have been directed to surrender to police in London, Ontario to be charged with sexual assault in connection with an alleged incident in June of 2018. All four players took leaves of absence from their clubs last week and are expected to surrender before the London police holds a press conference on Monday. This comes two days after former Ottawa Senator Alex Formanton surrendered to police on Sunday. We're joined now by senior correspondent Rick Westhead. And Rick, you have now heard from lawyers from all of the accused. Uh, what were they saying? Yeah, we, I've had a chance to connect with lawyers by email, and all of them are saying that their clients are innocent. They plan to plead not guilty, and they've asked the public to remember that in Canada we have the presumption of innocence until someone is actually 
proven guilty. So these players are expected to surrender in the coming days. Rick, can you walk us through what that process looks like? Sure. I talked to Gary Ellis, who is the former head of the Toronto Police Service's sex crimes unit, and he explained that uh, a player would be going to the st police station in London, would be fingerprinted, would have their picture taken, and they'd be given a document to sign called an undertaking. And in that document, they'd promise not to make any contact with or go anywhere near the complainant in this case. But they are free to go anywhere they want to type thing. That's right. Yeah, okay. And London police will hold a media conference on Monday. So what happens after that media conference and how long before this goes to trial? Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of hard questions for the London police on Monday, particularly about how long it's taken to get to this point. In terms of how long it's going to take for a trial, I've talked to lawyers who specialize in sexual assault cases, and it really ranges depending on what jurisdiction you're in Ontario. Uh, in Toronto, for instance, it can take until 2026 for charges that are laid now to reach to a trial. In London, it's a little bit shorter than that, but still at least mid to late 2000, 2025 or early 2026 before a trial. So this could be a very long, drawn-out process. Mm -hmm. All right, thank you, Rick Westhead. The Flames released this statement on Tuesday evening, quote, We have now become aware of the charge of sexual assault that has been laid against Dylan Dubé. We take this matter very seriously because the matter is now pending legal proceedings. We will have no further comment at this time. We had no knowledge of pending charges at the time Dylan's request for a leave of absence was granted, end quote. Yeah, I mean, a lot's going to happen for the next little while. If anything whatsoever, they'll have a press conference and say we're pleading innocent and, or not guilty, I should say. They'll plead not guilty and then get back on with their lives for a couple more years before it goes to court. And they are walking free. Oh, yeah. Of course they are. Which, again, I know that we have a justice system and we know we have innocent until proven guilty and... For some reason, whenever there's a case like this, that's almost like a standard line. I, I, I'm innocent, and I want you to remember that I'm innocent until proven guilty. That's, in every case, that's the thing. Now, it doesn't matter what the court case is. Everybody always says that. That's the standard line. Whether it's a sexual assault case, break and enter, theft, fraud, whatever it is. But it's... Almost like in these cases, it's like I need to frame this correctly, legally speaking. In the cases where someone is eventually found guilty, and then you look back at the days that the charges were brought, they say, I'm totally innocent, and I want you to know, innocent until proven guilty. It's almost like I did this terrible, awful thing. And even though I'm probably going to suffer some consequences down the road, but hey, I hope that my lawyer is good enough or that maybe a technicality will pardon this use of language because it's an unintended pun. Get me off. Please don't make me face any consequences until then. Don't public shame me. Don't write bad things about me. Don't speculate on what a vile, awful pig I am. Allegedly. Allegedly. No. 
shield me from all of that. So we'll I can't say it. We'll, we'll, but we'll I'm thinking like, it. Like they were teenage boys. It was part of a hazing ritual on the team and they had to go through with it. Because no. We'll hear those arguments. No, because according to this article, the complainant, a woman referred to as EM in court documents, met some of the players at a downtown bar following the event. She has alleged in a civil lawsuit that she left the bar with one man and had consensual sex with him. Mm-hmm. And that man then invited other players to his room without her consent. Mm-hmm. So it was not a hazing ritual. And it was not a boys will be boys. That line's bullshit anyway. Yes, it is. Teach your children well. Raise your boys to respect women. It's not about raising your daughters to make sure that they do all the things right to protect themselves. Yes, they need to have that knowledge because there will be assholes. But raise your boys. That's on you too, parents. You want to talk about parental rights? Parents have the right to raise their children, right? Yes. That's it. They don't own their kids. Now, Alex Formanton went on to become an Ottawa Senators player and currently plays in Switzerland. So for many years after this happened, if allegedly, Mm. after having allegedly done this, he got to live a great life. And he'll probably still continue to live his great life. What kind of life has she led since then? And the guy whose last name is Hart, Carter Hart, he became a goalie with the Philadelphia Flyers and is playing in his sixth NHL season, his final year of a three-year $11.9 million contract. And Dylan Dubay, He's a center with the Calgary Flames in his sixth NHL season and is in the final year of a three-year contract worth an average of $2.3 million per year. Mm. So that's over a $13 million contract. And Michael McLeod? He's a center with the New Jersey Devils, also in his sixth NHL season. Six years he signed a one-year, $1.4 million contract in July 2023. And Cal Foote, I guess he didn't do as well later on in his career, but he played four games with the New Jersey Devils this season and played in the American Hockey League and signed a one-year, $800,000 contract in August. Foote is also the son of NHL former NHL defenseman Adam Foote. These four players went on to TV coverage and fan adoration and playing a game to earn a living and got remunerated with millions of dollars, except for Adam Foote, who didn't reach that level. Cal Foote, sorry. Adam, Adam Foote. Cal Foote. Yes, Adam Foote, sorry. Cal Foote. Sincere apologies for that one. That was an honest mistake. I, I'm sorry. And again, um, this is all alleged until it's been proven. 
all alleged. Cassie said it earlier, as, as disgusting as it is, we have to assume. Yes. We do have to assume innocence, and they have a right to proper uh, representation in court. It, I don't. We can't condemn somebody until we've been able to try them. And... Yes. But we know as well. Let's balance that out with we know how victims of sexual assault are treated during the trial process. And we know how hard it is to actually get a conviction. According to the article, London police initially investigated the allegation before closing the case in February 2019 without laying charges because the lead detective didn't believe there was enough evidence. Thus going to my previous point. Mm-hmm. Even getting it investigated properly. Because it has to be investigated properly. Then there need to be charges. Then it has to go to trial. Which has a whole other level of evidence. Don't get me all wrong. along that process. I'm not defending anybody here. No. It's the way our system works. There's a presumption of innocence in behalf. I'm not defending anyone. I'm not. But we have to... Look, the laws apply equally to everyone or they apply to no one. I don't like it. I don't like that Tamara Leach might get off, but if she has good representation and if uh, a jury of her peers find her, finds her not guilty, I have to live with that. That's how the system is. The, the chances that these individuals could go free without any form of punishment whatsoever, chances are right. there. It's there. They're actually quite high because in these yes. cases, the conviction rate is very low. It, it's very low. Especially, what, seven, eight years after it happened? Yeah. Now, that was in February 2019 that they closed the case. In October 2022, London police filed a 94-page document in court requesting authorization to seek various court orders. In the filing, which was reported first by The Globe, a London police officer wrote that he believed there were reasonable grounds to believe that five members of the 2018 World Junior team had committed sexual assault in connection to the hotel incident. I do not what, know what happened in those three and a half years between the case being closed in February 2019 and October 2022. Other than a lot of public pressure. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what evidence suddenly emerged. Maybe it was simply having another officer investigate who took it more seriously we don't know but the london police has a lot of public accountability coming its way whatever comes out of this and they may not be found guilty but whatever does come out of this the social blowback not to mention the fact that the nhl will probably want to distance themselves from these individuals Mm-hmm. considering KWHL is quite popular right now and we're always talking about supporting women and girls, I would tend to think that these young men, their careers are pretty much over. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're ever going to be able to recover from this. And do I have an issue with that? No, not really. No. No. They have lots of money. Mm-hmm. So. Prior to October 2022... In May, TSN reported that Hockey Canada had, 
and this without consulting any players involved in the alleged incident, quietly settled a $3.55 million lawsuit brought by EM against Hockey Canada, the Canadian Hockey League, and eight unnamed players in connection to the alleged attack. The story led to parliamentary hearings and a maelstrom strum of public backlash. The NHL and Hockey Canada commissioned investigations, and the London police in July 2022 said that they would reopen their investigation. So some kudos here has to go to TSN because we hear a lot that in the media, when there are stories that are controversial, particularly to organizations or funders or sponsors or whatnot that are very key to the business and in Canada, what is more key to any sports network? And hockey. Well, it's the thing that Rogers paid how many billions for broadcast rights for? Yeah. Because they knew they'd make it all back. TSN went public with the story. Mm -hmm. And they have been doing a good job. They do employ a lot of women. Maybe somebody somewhere in that organization realized it was the right thing to do. Speculating here. Who's the head of TSN, do you know? That's a very good question. It's a very good question. TSN is owned by Bell. So. Yeah, but. Bell Globe Media owns it. Uh, or Bell Media, I should say. Director of TSN is someone named Don Landis, D-A-W-N. Mm. Landis. Interesting. From January 2008 to present, so 16 years, she has been the director of TSN. That might have something to do with it. Maybe. Put qualified, bold, determined women. A man named Stuart Johnston is the president of TSN. And Don Landis is a direct, the director of TSN. Mm. So perhaps she said, hey, let's, let's run with this. I don't know, speculate. Maybe. Now, again, director, I have to ask, because it just occurred to me, because it's television. Mm. <laughs> if she doesn't direct the network, maybe she directs shows. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, Kit PNC Bihayo. John Gameshi is a good example of how even being found innocent still makes you pariah if it's obvious you did it, but technically got away with it. So he didn't do any jail time. But yeah, his career ended that day. His career ended effectively the moment he was charged. It just took a couple of months to catch up to him. And the rumors about him had floated around for about a decade at that point. Oh yeah, if you listen to his interviews with Sarah Pauly and people like that, and it's like a... It was like that unwritten rule or that the whisper, don't be alone with him. Yeah. Which everybody knew, yeah. but nobody acted on. Yeah. They allowed that type of behavior to go on for years because he was bringing in money, right? It was the highest rated uh, show on CBC radio ever. It was the same thing with Harvey Weinstein. I don't remember. He made millions of dollars, million, hundreds of millions of dollars for people. But there was that unwritten, yeah. the actresses talk to each other. 
Well, what Don't did be alone uh, with him? What What was it? Uh, Courtney Love said, "If uh, Harvey Weinstein's invite Harvey Weinstein invites you up to his hotel room for dinner, don't go." She didn't give a damn. She just called it out. We uh, we need. There was another story also I saw in the press the other day. I think with Saucy Seawitch that brought it to my brought it to my attention about an RCMP officer who I think got probation. Oh God, I wish I could remember what it is off the top of my head. But yeah, he was not, I, I don't want to say specifically what it is because I can't remember off the top of my head and I don't want to, I don't want, I do not want to misrecord it. I don't, if I can find it during the, sh for the show, but, but he you said Sarah Pauly earlier and I was thinking Sarah Paulson and I'm like, what would Sarah Paulson? Oh, Sarah Pauly. Yes. I was seeing somebody else's face when I heard yeah. the name, I got the names confused. Who directed the woman, the movie women talking. See, this is a good question here. I don't know about that because there is no advertising on CBC radio, but they did have, they, they are always the highest rated program. And morning show, CBC Ottawa Morning is always the highest rated in, in Canada's capital. Always has been. And Gian Gomeshi's show Q, when he first brought it on the air, it had massive ratings. Now, they do uh, reissue it, if you will, or rebroadcast it on YouTube because they have a YouTube channel. And Q, the interview, uh, that's why they made the studio look pretty because it was on television, it was on YouTube. And they would get to ad revenue through YouTube they would get revenue through YouTube, but I don't know if the, the radio broadcast itself earns any money because there are no advertising. There is no advertising. Oh, for some reason, the article will not open, but I found it saucy C, which had sent me one said Mountie gets community sentence for assaulting a girl breach of trust. It says he got two years of community service. It's a 29 year old RCMP officer who physically assaulted a 16-year-old girl he had hoped to marry. <laughs> this happened in New Brunswick. There's this thing in our justice system where the penalties for crimes seem to be dished out based on what value to society a group of old white men from the past placed on members of society. Mm -hmm. Crimes against women receive light sentences and crimes against children receive even lighter sentences. Crimes against the disabled receive lighter sentences. There needs to be some reform of our justice system in such a way that recognizes that we all have equal worth. And if we're going to impose severity bonuses let's say to sentences maybe it should be on the basis of the victim's ability to defend themselves rather than how much tax revenue they can bring back or economic activity they can generate just saying yeah. but They've been ordered to turn themselves into police and charges will be laid. So for now, let's just hope that the, uh, 
system does what it's supposed to do. And regardless of the, again, I, I, I do not want to say, yeah, Kitlin Dam remember Scott Moe killed a woman, got away with it. Yeah. I am. I'm not making that one up. That really happened. That really happened. We don't have to say allegedly here. No, it really did happen. And the child of the mother, he only found out a couple of years ago. Despite all of that, he still got reelected and he might get reelected again this year. Ultimately, no consequence. Our justice system allows for that. Things need to change. Mm -hmm. Things need to change. <sighs> Sorry, a little heavy today. But we need to respect women. <laughs> we just do. Everybody's entitled to respect. Every Canadian citizen should have the safe, the certainty that if someone does wrong to them, that there is a place they can go and say that I was wronged. And someone will take that seriously and will give the maximum effort to trying to certify that. Hey, Mr. Grizzly, do we have a show? We do indeed, sir. All right, kids and cubs. That's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Morning Show. We hope that you enjoyed this because we love making it for you. Although it's a second heavy day in a row, hopefully tomorrow I'll have some lighter stuff or slightly lighter stuff. Remember sharing is caring. So please share this with all your peeps and poops. If you would like to uh, help us out like the Ray girl has, then uh, you can go to our pod page and subscribe to us. Scan that QR code or go to podpage.com. Slash the true north eager beaver lowercase letters with a hyphen between each one of those words, and uh, that will help us out. And uh, if you'd like to help us out in other ways, go to our YouTube page, True North Eager Beaver Media. Make like Kit Elaine and click like, share, and subscribe. Sorry, I'm burping here. <laughs> Pardon me. And if you would still like to help us in other ways, you can go to our coffee page. That's the QR code by Mr. Grizzly's head. Coffee ko ficom slash eager beaver lowercase letters, all in one word. Everything that you contribute over there does help us out greatly. And again, I have lots of thank yous to give and I will be doing them soon. I haven't forgotten you because democracy is something that you do. Write your MPs, write your media, sign the Hamilton helps, uh, competition so that we open the armory so that we take care of our homeless, all that good stuff. If you can uh -huh. make it to 165 Barton street today in Hamilton, that would be great. Absolutely. Mr. Grizzly, do you have some words of wisdom? That's it. That's all I got. All right. Kids, be kind to and gentle with yourselves. If you have some, if you have children, give them a little extra love today. Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors. The Misfy Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community, and the Peppermaster. Hot pepper sauces made from farm-fresh ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. We are grateful to the Cryer Media Network for its support, Pete Jarvis for our artwork, and Paul Joseph Something for our opening and closing sequence music. Come on a journey like no other, where you will discover many roads that will lead you to a happier, healthier, and more stress-free life. And the beauty is, you don't need any vacation time for this adventure. The journey will come to you. Join Avery Rich on your very own journey into yoga. 
Along the way, she will demystify yoga poses and guide you into a yoga posture or short sequence, all in less than 15 minutes. You have nothing to lose but stress. The Journey into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all had. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.